Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Kelly Roach Show. Super excited to bring you a power pack conversation today about how Lisa was able to build her business from zero to over a million dollars in two years using the power of brand combined with meaningful SEO. Uh, a seven figure leap is something that a lot of you are working to achieve in your businesses, whether it's the next, next seven figures, or the first seven figures. So Lisa, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and share um, whatever I can with your audience. Absolutely. Well, I think it's a fascinating conversation. You know, we talk a lot about the power of brand really being your absolute top of funnel umbrella to everything else that happens um, in any company that you own and in any entity that you build. So I'm really excited to hear when you decided that you were going to launch Ladybugs and you were uh, building brand that that you're running today, digital advertising, marketing, SEO, you know, all of those things. When you talk about how you built that through brand, can you describe like, what does that mean for you? And what did that look like? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't even really start building the company right away. I was just freelancing. Um, So I think that the most important thing to start off with is to, if you're going to start a business or grow your business, is to start with something that you basically rock out of the park. Um, an amazing job you do for somebody, an amazing project, and take that experience and bring that to your brand and just advocate for that everywhere. Because I think that when you start to try to target everybody, you aren't targeting anybody. So right away, I just started targeting people who had similar pain points to the clients that I had already worked with. And it was actually um, women in the beginning. I had worked with a lot of women um, businesses and it just ended up that women ended up kind of gravitating to our agency, even though they didn't have women-owned businesses. So that might've been a little bit of like how our brand spoke to people, especially with the name Ladybugs. Um, And so just, I think doing a really great job and making sure that whatever you're doing is getting... Um, the amount of brand and exposure and uh, promotion that you needed to get along with people finding you um, under whatever it is you did. So for example, like if you're a builder and you build a custom home and you do a really amazing job, that's like a really great story to tell. It's a visual story. It's a story that you can promote on social media. It's something you can build a huge case study around and do some local SEO um, so there's just a lot about what your everyday journey is um, in your business, what you do, being completely transparent and being able to share that with the world and not being afraid like, oh, someone's going to steal my idea or someone's going to steal my clients. Um, just focus on you and your uniqueness and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And and that will be what shines through. So if you were talking to our audience today about what they can do to really elevate their brand, knowing that there's going to be um, you know, uh, some some tough economics that we're going to be dealing with over the next couple of years, what would be kind of the brand preparation checklist of what you would tell people to be thinking about and working on right now? Yeah, I mean, I would I would say just always be consistent with what you're doing. 
Um, so if you are trying to build a brand, make sure that your brand message is consistent. Make sure what you're selling is con consistent, your positioning, um, all that thing, your pricing, and just making sure that you have all that set so that there's no brand confusion about what you do or who you are or what you charge. Um, so having that all a foundation for that. And even if you're thinking, okay, what's going to happen over the next two or three years? What's my plan? Having kind of a plan for that. Um, and then taking all of that and creating some kind of a consistent marketing and brand building program. So something that encompasses everything. And it, you know, it can depend on what your budget is. Um, but, you know, one of the most inexpensive ways to promote your business is on Google My Business. Um, so just making sure you're listed, making sure that you have reviews, making sure you're putting images of your work up there. Um, because automatically, when people search your business in their area, that's a lot of the times the first place they're going to find you. So you can kind of get them at that first level. Um, second is making sure that you're building a social media audience and you're building a brand with people who are not going to buy now, but might buy later and continuing to like um, evangelize like for your brand and give people great tips and help them. Um, I think the more you help people too, the more people resonate with that. And also taking kind of your brand and maybe like your founder story. I don't know if you have heard of Dave Gearhart, but he wrote a book called um, Founder Brand. And, you know, that's taking a little bit of the personalization around your business and some storytelling around that too. Um, and then having like making sure you have all the digital assets, a, a newsletter, a website, um, that you're working on SEO, that you're doing content. Um, and again, you can scale that based on what your budget is, what your resources are. But, you know, a lot of this stuff you can basically learn <laughs> just by YouTubing it or Googling it. Um, but there are lots of resources out there for small businesses. It's just, I think you have to make the time. Yeah, absolutely. And and I love what you said about just the simple Google My Business. You know, mm -hmm. there's so many basic essentials where we're doing like a level 10 thing, mm -hmm. but we're not doing level one, level two. Exactly. Thing. Um, that, you know, could be instant access to local people. And I also think that I'm glad you brought that up because I think with the pandemic and people not traveling as much, and now obviously everyone is totally, you know, craving travel nonstop, craving in-person connection nonstop, wanting to work more locally. Now is really a time to double down on any type of like local marketing, local mm -hmm. access, local visibility, because people want to be out and about. They want to connect, Right. Yeah. And they also want to support local, like when the community is starting to, you know, have some economic um, difficulties or, you know, whatever the case might be coming up in the future. I mean, I think certain industries will be affected and certain won't. People want to do business with people they know, too, at that point. So definitely getting out and talking to people and networking and do, being on podcasts and really anything that you can do that you can share your, you know, how you can help people. Like basically, People want to know how you can solve their problems. And, you know, if you can solve a problem for somebody like them who has a similar problem and help them, then that's how you get those customers because they can really resonate with, you know, what those pain points were. And and uh, I would say that's like how we win most of our businesses because we did a lookalike client. They, you know, they saw the project we did. They had similar issues and, you know, and, and they really resonated with the work that we did. Absolutely love everything that you're sharing here. And I want to dig in a little bit to um, the local network that you built. Sp speaking of building local, being mm -hmm. visible to people that want to build a relationship with you, all of that. So you have brought together over 5,000 women to support one another 
Uh, and I would love to hear more about, you know, did you build that as a way to support what you were doing with ladybugs? Are they completely separate? How do they work together? And tell me a little bit about what did the roadmap and the process and the, the evolution look like to go from zero to 5,000 women in this group? Yeah. So, um, so I previously worked for another agency um, where I was a part owner. And so as part of my job there, you know, I really wanted to um, kind of be a mentor and help other women. And so, and also, you know, really help women get educated, like on the digital space and stuff like that. I wouldn't say that I grew it to, you know, create customers or for my business. Um, at the time I was actually getting divorced and I built it to meet new people. <laughs> um, and just women that, you know, might have different um, businesses and different challenges and like how we could support one another. So it basically became a group that, you know, we had a lot of events and everything before COVID. Um, but it became a group where a lot of women grew their businesses. So it became a community to grow your business on. Um, but it wasn't really a community that I grew my business on. It was just something I wanted to do and I wanted to be a part of. I just wanted to be a part of being a mentor and helping other businesses. So, you know, that does always come back to you in some way, shape or form. But, um, you know, my job on there is like help other people grow their business. And and so, yeah, it's been really great for that. COVID's been, you know, obviously we had to shut down events and all that stuff, but the group is still growing strong and hopefully we'll get back there. Um, but there are lots of those great communities. And that is another way to grow your business is to get involved in these online communities. Um, and they have them in different cities and different towns and, and even just getting into like your local groups, like your town groups, like those are all great ways to make relationships and meet partners. And, you know, I don't think that it's great for being on there trying to sell. It's definitely more about like build the relationships with people and people that, you know, get to know them, get to help them. and you can really then, you know, I kind of feel like if you help other people, it just kind of comes back. You can't really have an intention like, I'm going to network with this person and get to know this yeah. person. So they give me leads. Like you can't have that attitude. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can build a really beautiful network that way and a great support system and all that kind of stuff. So that's sort of how that came about. And it just grew naturally over time. Um, and especially over like right before COVID, the year before, it just seemed to really explode. So. And, you know, obviously there's lots of groups like that. So that's another really great way to promote your business. You mentioned that you had the other agency that you were a part owner before you built the agency that you have today. Mm -hmm. So talk to me a little about like, what were your biggest learnings from that? And mm -hmm. then from what you learned from that experience, what did you carry with you into Ladybugs? I've shared on many occasions that we get podcast sponsorship pitches every single week. And for years now, we've declined every single one of them. But recently, I came across an opportunity to share a resource, a team, and just an overall incredible human being with you that I felt was important to take action on. And today I'm excited to have this episode sponsored by my friend, Heather Chauvin. Now, for each and every one of us, we know how much energy impacts our results. I know you want to feel energized, encouraged. You want to increase your self-trust. You want to feel all the afters, right? And so I am bringing to you a special resource today 
by Heather Chauvin, author of Dying to Be a Good Mother and the wildly popular podcast, Emotionally Uncomfortable, to bring you this episode. In order to feel all of those afters, first need to get clear on the before. So Heather has created an energy finder quiz, which is going to help you to identify where to focus so that you can conquer your energy leaks and step into becoming the best version of you. If you are ready to take back control of your time and your energy, you can go to heatherchauvin.com forward slash Kelly. That's heatherchauvin.com forward slash Kelly to take the quiz. And when you do, you're going to get some amazing resources that are going to help you to better leverage everything that you are learning and hearing here on the show and to step into that next version of you. So go ahead and take action now. did have ladybugs before that and then I merged with them so there was a lot of stuff from original ladybugs that I really loved Mm -hmm. um and then the other thing really that I learned was that I still really enjoy working with the clients like everybody says oh the owner needs to work with on the business and promote the business and and not be in the client accounts um so I really miss doing the work because I am a marketer like at heart that is really what I'm good at and so I wanted to really be back doing that again and sort of build a team that more ran the company and I could still, you know, biggest thing now I think is that I'm mentoring a lot. I'm teaching, I'm building skills for other people in the company and um, being able to be a part of that with clients again is really great. That's what I really missed. Um, So will I always do it? I'm not really sure. Um, But right now I'm doing it and I'm leading other people on the journey to to be at my level and I'm learning from them too. Um, so I think that's what's something really different. And also, you know, just the way that I work as a person, I'm not a super process oriented person. I'm more creative. I'm more iterative, kind of more, I work in a better in an agile environment. So I created an agency where we embraced that type of um, agile experience, especially on growth projects where people are really doing like a big transformation of their business and they're super nervous and, you know, they don't really want to make all the changes right away. Um, So I think that spoke to a lot of like what was going on in COVID and stuff like that. So we're definitely very different than like what I did before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, So, you know, I think one of the things coming into an economic time as we are today is that customer retention becomes even more important, right? And Mm -hmm. being able to wow your customers and retain them and elevate them uh, so that you're not facing a high churn number is super important. What have you found in the world of agency services that has been most important and effective and done for you model in order to drive that? Um, So I think part of it is that we're not a done for you model. Um, we're a very collaborative model. So I think that people who really want to grow and grow their marketing, not just have somebody else do it, um, they're really engaged with you. So they're really relying on you to move them further along um, the level of marketing that they're doing. And so they kind of need your expertise versus your services. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some of our clients are in full outsource marketing engagements with us. Some are in collaborative consulting arrangements with us. So I think that you have to meet the customer where they are. Um, you can't say, oh, we're just going to do outsource marketing and that's it. We're not going to be collaborative. We're just with this process. 
Um, so I think for us having a various levels of how we work with clients and honestly, just not being fearful of being too transparent. There's nothing wrong with your clients learning. There's nothing wrong with them knowing as much as you do. Um, yeah. Their struggle is always going to be time and energy. Yeah. So wherever you can fill in the gap for people and meet them where they are, I think that's super important and not being like black and white, like, oh, we only do things this way. Um, I think that mindset moving forward, you know, and you have to be okay with losing some business and not take it personal because they might not be where they were when they met you. Um, they might hire a marketing person internally and that's okay. You know, there's always somebody out there that needs something. So I think not being afraid of that and embracing the fact that maybe if you lose a big client, that's a lot of work. You can help more smaller clients or you could consult more. Um, so just not being totally set in like how you're going to work with every single client. For sure. And what have you found to be the absolute, you know, best practices that you feel are most important for a brand that is going to do a collaborative done with you or done for you type service, similar to, you know, an agency like yours? Like, what would you say are the top, you know, three to five things that are absolute musts in the marketing? Um, so I am a big proponent of SEO. <laughs> um, so I think having your digital presence, you know, out there and perfected and messaged correctly is super important because, you know, you can always see the people that call you. Like you can say, oh, I got 10 leads off my site or five, but you don't know who didn't call you and why they didn't call you. So uh, you always want to be really crafting and making sure that you're speaking to the people that you are attracting. Um, and I think it's super important to be updating that all of the time. Like yeah. you should be looking at your website every month and maybe every two weeks and looking at your search terms and looking at what people are going to and always be iterating better. Um, so I'm number one digital presence and SEO and social media. Um, and then along with like PR, you know, making sure you're on podcasts and sharing your knowledge. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm a digital girl. So of course, I'm always going to say website, SEO, um, even digital advertising for some brands, depending on what your brand is. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And what would you say are some of the mistakes to avoid for someone that's listening to the show today that wants to build uh, you know, this, this type of business and this type of model, or maybe wants to add, I have a lot of clients that already run a service-based business of some kind, but then add a, a, you know, an additional leg to the business. What are some mm -hmm. things that you would say to, to try and avoid? I mean, I wouldn't be too stuck on what your ending is, like what your goals are, because sometimes the finest jewels are found in um, the road less traveled. I mean, like, for example, like Amazon, you know, back in the 2000s, when they were trying to be a store, they figured out, oh, we have all this server space. And, you know, and they became Amazon because they started renting server space. And that was like never in the plan. So I think you have to be okay with things that are not in the yeah. plan. Um, and uh, just making sure that when little opportunities present themselves, that might be the universe saying, hey, you know, maybe you should look at this and maybe you should look at yeah. that. Like some people are like, you need to be laser focused. Um, but, you know, being laser focused is not always the best solution to um, wanting to grow your business and expand. And I think people always need to be innovating, like always coming up with new things, not being scared to fail. Um, and the a big mistake that people make is trying to be like other people. Like that is the biggest mistake you can make because then you're just a follower. Yeah. People want to work with leaders. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Wrote a whole book on the topic. I, I could not agree more. Oh, I have to read that. <laughs> um, 
you know, now more than ever, right? Because, you know, people, it's, it's your distinction of what, you know, you are trying to do in the world and how you're trying to do it that is different from everyone else. That is what gives the person who's looking for that distinction an answer to their problem, right? And it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy because I think um, sometimes as business owners, we do more damage to our own brands than we do help by trying to keep up with what you see going on in the market versus just listening to your own instincts and being like, you know, hey, this is a gap. I'm gonna fill this gap. Mm-hmm. You know, let me see how I can help people over here. So that's great stuff. Um, is there any specific resource that you want to share or uh, anything that you want anybody uh, that is listening today to take action on if they want to learn more about what you do, how you help people, how to learn from you? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, you can definitely follow me on like LinkedIn or on our blog. We do provide um, lots of resources at ladybugs.com. Um, but there are so many great people you can learn from, like Neil Patel, um, who's an SEO guru, moz.org, which is a search engine um, optimization company blog. And there's lots of tools and things that you can DIY yourself. Um, there's just so much out there to learn. So, um, you know, just go to the Google. Um, to to kind of figure out. And, you know, these groups, these groups that you join have so many people that want to help you. So if you reach out to the right resources, you know, you can always find them. But I'm always happy to connect with people on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and just our website's ladybugswithaz.com and all of our socials are there. So you can get back with us there too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Lisa, so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for everything Thanks, that you Kelly. shared. And uh, to all the listeners, pick something that you heard on the show today. Take action right away and let's keep your businesses growing. Most business owners think that they have to work longer hours and add more complexity to their business in order to achieve seven or eight figures online. Well, after achieving eight figure success and helping others to do the same, I'm here to tell you it's not about complexity. It's certainly not about algorithms or fancy funnels that don't convert. In fact, there are simple strategies focused on human connection and really showing up, serving, teaching, and making a difference for people that can help you to make big leaps in your business with just one simple strategy. So if you wanna learn the key thing that my clients have used over and over again to produce six and seven figure leaps in their business, to cross the threshold of seven and even eight figures, click the link and come join me for the free workshop I have coming up. It's time to take back your time, enjoy some freedom, and finally step into the empowered and fulfilled CEO that you're meant to be. Click the link and I'll see you inside. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.